Hello? Testing? One, two? Oh. Hey, hey. Hey, you. What's going on? Let's talk some football. Let's talk some NFC West. And let's talk some wide receiver as to why it's so deep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> today's lineup. All right. On today's show, we're going to be previewing the NFC West for fantasy purposes, as well as going through some big news from around the league, news that actually just broke uh, recently. And we're also going to be talking about why wide receiver is so deep and why you should be absolutely waiting on it this year. News and notes from around the league. All right. News and notes from around the league. Texans drama continues. Deshaun Watson still wants out, but did report for the first day of training camp. He will not be fined $50,000. It's going to be interesting to see how that whole situation plays out, but apparently it's, according to one source, ESPN's Jay Fowler, it is now a matter of if, I'm sorry, it's now a matter of when, not if, Watson gets traded. So it's looking like Deshaun Watson will not be playing for the Houston Texans this year, but he does not want to be fined $50,000 a day. I would not either. Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas will be out at least four months after having ankle surgery. I did a post on Instagram talking about how I'm not too concerned for Alvin Kamara's purposes, but that definitely is the only Saints player that I want outside of maybe a late-round flyer on Jameis Winston if he does end up being the starter. Aaron Rodgers plans to play this upcoming season per Ian Rappaport. What a relief. The soap opera in Green Bay is finally coming to an end it looks like and Devonte adams has broken off extension talks this came out a couple days back but you know the questions surrounding green bay are definitely there long term but it looks like this season the gang will be running it back which is good because i think that the packers are absolutely contenders all right nfc west fantasy preview let's start with the arizona cardinals kyler murray finished as the quarterback two last year Averaged 24.4 fantasy points per game. Played in all 16 games. Currently going at the 42nd spot overall. Early fifth round. I have my concerns about Kyler. He is the human cheat code when it comes to running the ball. And obviously if you get a quarterback that can run the ball, it's huge in fantasy. But uh, there were times last year where he scrambled simply because he could not see over the line. I know that he's listed at 5'10". I think that that's a little overblown. You watch him play on the field and he is so much smaller than every other person on the field. It's really, it's like in that, that Madden cheat code when you have like the little dude who is way smaller than all the other guys. That's what it looks like to me. I Again, I'm a late round quarterback guy, but I definitely have my concerns about Kyler Murray because I think that if defenses are given another year to adjust to his style of play and they can shut down or at least slow down his running game, then his passing game is going to suffer uh, exponentially, and I would not be taking him in the early fifth round. That's just me, though. The running back room is interesting. Chase Edmonds, James Conner, each have their flaws. Each could be good, but I'm not really sold on either in terms of talent. You're kind of just throwing darts. Chase Edmonds finished as the RB25, averaged 10.5 points per game last year, played in all 16, currently going ADP 64, early seventh round. Running back after round four and five is really just not secure. Connor, James Connor is going a little later. He's going ADP 94, early 10th round. He finished as RB 27, 12.7 fantasy points per game. Played in 13 games last year. 
James Conner has always had injury issues all throughout his career. Between the two, because you can get James Conner three rounds later, I'd probably lean James Conner, but I'm probably staying away from the Cardinals' backfield as a whole. I think that you need to hammer running back early this year. This is the year to bypass the big-name receivers and really just load up on running backs the first couple rounds because receiver is so deep. There are a never-ending list of wide receiver twos and threes that extend to the high heavens. And for me, running back is just needed this year. This is the year to load up on running backs. The receiving room, obviously the big guy. My number one receiver for fantasy this year, DeAndre Hopkins, finished as the wide receiver four. Averaged 18 points per game last year. Started all 16. Currently going ADP 15. I expect that to rise a little bit. People forget how good DeAndre Hopkins is. Then the other two are Flyers. Christian Kirk. Averaged 10 points per game last year. Played in 14. Going in the late, late 13th round. As well as AJ Green. Uh, Only averaged 7 points per game last year. Played in all 16. The other two are not really on my fantasy radar. DeAndre Hopkins is the guy you want to own in Arizona. And then at tight end, Max Williams. Bleh. No thank you. Up next, San Fran. The San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G last year when he did play, only played in six games, was absolutely abysmal. He averaged 11.5 fantasy points per game. A quarterback averaged 11.5 fantasy points per game. No thank you. I'm staying away from Jimmy G this year. I mean, if you want to maybe stash him on the bench, he was definitely a serviceable option back in 2019, but he had a really brutal 2020, as did all the San Francisco 49ers. Although, sometimes we see it when a quarterback has the guy who's supposed to replace him right behind him. You know, we saw it last year in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Played with a little more pep in his step when Jordan Love was drafted. Maybe Jimmy G does that with Trey Lance. I am not comparing Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers. Don't even think that. No. But all I'm saying is Jimmy G, fully healthy, with his fully healthy plethora of weapons, I think he's feasible, but not a guy that I'm actively targeting. Then the running back room, the two names, Raheem Mostert, Averaged 12 fantasy points per game last year. Always, always dealing with injuries. Only played in eight games. Currently going 72nd overall, early eighth round. I love Raheem Mostert there. When he's healthy, he is always, the last two seasons at least, been the best running back on the 49ers roster. And then Trey Sermon out of Ohio State. Currently going 100th overall. First pick of the 11th round. I don't hate either dart throw if you're drafting and you see them scoop them. I think that the Niners are going to be a good offense. I don't really have... I think Raheem Mostert would be my preference between the two, but both are good flyers. I, like, I prefer them over the two Arizona guys for sure. Wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk and Debo. Brandon Ayuk finished as the wide receiver 35. Only played in 12 games, but when he was healthy, he averaged 15.4 points per game currently going 62nd overall which is early seventh round brandon Ayuk showed major flashes last year and he's a guy that i absolutely love at his current adp part of the many wide receiver twos and threes that you can get later on 
Brandon Ayuk is a guy that I'm absolutely targeting. Debo Samuel only played in seven last year, current ADP, 89th, late ninth round, 11.5 fantasy points per game last year. Another guy that I think with another system or another year in this Kyle Shanahan system, rather, I think that he absolutely gets it done, takes another step. Another guy in that never-ending wide receiver three discussion who can really shine. I like both those guys, target both of them at their current ADPs. Again, this is the year to get wide receiver later on in the rounds. And then at tight end, one of the three elites, George Kittle only played in eight last year, but averaged 15.6 fantasy points per game, currently going 26th overall, middle of the third round. I love that. Scoop Kittle up. People forget how good George Kittle really is. If his ADP stays in the middle of the third, that could be a serious lottery ticket because when he's healthy, he is as good as Travis Kelsey. And I think that the 49ers as a team this year, if I had to pick one team that's going to bounce back to prominence, it is the San Francisco 49ers. Next up, the Los Angeles Rams. Obviously a huge addition with Matt Stafford this offseason. Finishes the quarterback 15, 16.9 fantasy points per game, played in all 16 games. He's the dude that, you know, everyone talks about his toughness, how he guts it out whenever he's hurt. An exceptional player. His ADP is currently 83rd, early ninth round. If you're there and you really buy into what Sean McVay has going, which you definitely have some reasons to. The Rams are going to be a really good team this year, even though Cam Akers was lost to injury. Uh, Pull the trigger because I think Matt Stafford's a really good player. Running back Daryl Henderson. I think that we have to take the Rams running back room with a grain of salt right now because if they add someone else to the Daryl Henderson mix, you know, Le'Veon Bell, I doubt they signed Todd Gurley. They make a trade. You know, James Robinson's been floated out there. I don't know. We have to see how it goes, though. Too early to call on the Rams running back room. But if they don't add anyone, I think Daryl Henderson is a good target if he's available in the third or fourth round. We have to see where ADP goes because, you know, as we know, it fluctuates quite a bit based on preseason. If he has a nice long touchdown run, we've seen ADPs skyrocket. I remember Amir Abdullah a couple years ago was like, the second coming of Barry Sanders when he had a long touchdown run against the Jets in the preseason shot up to like the third round in ADP, and then he was never heard from again. <laughs> Take everything with a grain of salt. Then the two wide receivers that are absolutely identical in play. Robert Woods finished 14th among wide receivers last year, 15.3 fantasy points per game, played in all 16, current ADP of 43, early fifth round, love it. Love it. Robert Woods is the guy who's never going to finish as the wide receiver one, but you know that when he's healthy, he is a rock-solid wide receiver two. And then Cooper Cup, very up and down last year, very up and down. 13.9 points per game, finished as the wide receiver 26, played in 15 games, his current ADP, 54th, early sixth round, middle of sixth round. That's another guy that I love as a target. Don't take a receiver in the first four rounds, guys. Do not do it. You can get so many receivers this year. It is different. It is really different this year. I'm targeting both those guys in all my drafts, as long as their ADPs stay where they are. 
And then Tyler Higby, current ADP, 143. Um, 8.6 points per game, played in 15 last year. You know, the tight end dart throws continue. If you want to take a flyer on Tyler Higby, I do not blame you. Solid player. Yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> not really a guy that I'm like super targeting, but if he's one of the last players available and you see him, I don't mind taking him at all. And last but certainly not least, this might be the most loaded division in football, the NFC West. Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, Danger Russ. Finished as the quarterback six last year, 23.3 points per game, current ADP 61, early seventh round. Maybe the most talented quarterback in the game today. Really tapered off towards the second half of the season. The first half, he was an MVP candidate. Second half, there was criticism, major criticism about Russell Wilson's play and the play calling of the Seahawks too, and rightfully so. He didn't play amazing. The Seahawks didn't do him any favors by running the ball every single play that Wilson was in. (laughs) Obviously, I'm being facetious, but they ran it a lot last year. They ran it a lot more than they should have. If you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback, I don't care how good Chris Carson or how good you think Chris Carson is, you need to put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands so he can be great. Running back Chris Carson finished as RB19, 15.7 points per game, 12 games played last year, current ADP, 37, late fourth round, love it. He is one of the last running backs that I feel really confident in, and I expect his ADP to rise because when Chris Carson is healthy, he's really good. He's a rock-solid RB2, borderline RB1 some weeks when he gets in the end zone twice. Love it. Wide receiver room. Two top 10 finishers last year, although if you had Tyler Lockett, it certainly didn't feel like it. Half, About half of his fantasy points came in two games last year. DK finished as the wide receiver 7, 17 fantasy points per game last year, 16 total games played. Current ADP is 18th, late second round. I'm fine if you take him there, but shout out the guys in my home league. I am not going wide receiver in any of the first four or five rounds this year. That's just me. In any of my drafts, I will not be doing it. And then Tyler Lockett finished as the wide receiver eight, believe it or not. But if you owned him, it certainly did not feel like it. 16.6 points per game, 16 total games played, current ADP 55, which is the middle of the sixth round. I love that. I'm all over Tyler Lockett this year. If Russell Wilson bounces back, Tyler Lockett is going to be well worth, if not a steal on draft day. And then Gerald Everett, 16 games played, only had 5.8 points per game. Was on the Rams last year. Um, another guy who is just seriously a dart throw at the tight end position. But I will say, Will Disley the last few years when healthy was good. Jimmy Graham for a little bit in Seattle was good. It's not like Seattle's never had a relevant fantasy tight end. So if Gerald Everett is a guy that you want to target, go ahead. Like I said, tight end after the elite guys is really just abysmal. And then I also just wanted to touch on the fact that wide receiver is just so deep you can get guys like t higgins and tyler boyd in the seventh and eighth round brandon cooks in the eighth round and get keenan allen in the fourth round chris godwin in the fifth round i mean these are guys that seriously have top 10 upside i just don't see any reason to take 
the elite wide receivers early this year. There's no reason at all. Robbie Anderson, ninth round. He was a top 10 guy for most of the year last year. You can find receivers anywhere. Running back is paper thin this year. And that's all she wrote, folks. All right, that is going to do it on today's show. Almost that time, almost August. About a week and a half away from the Hall of Fame game, and that's where it all kicks off. We are ready for some NFL football, divisional previews, betting previews, all that good stuff. A lot of good content coming up on the next couple shows. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon.